This is the Eye on Potatoes, brought to you by the National Potato Council. The Eye is the place to tune in for conversations with growers and thought leaders on advocacy, production, and all things potatoes. Now, here's your host, Lane Nordland. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Eye on Potatoes podcast. I'm your host, Lane Nordland, and today on the podcast, we are celebrating the decision by Mexico's Supreme Court overturning a decades-long ban on fresh U.S. potato imports into the nation of Mexico. We have been discussing this issue multiple times and at length here on the podcast, but it's been an issue that the industry has been working on for at least a decade. And today joining us is CEO of the National Potato Council, Cam Quarles, along with First VP and the Vice President of Trade Affairs for the National Potato Council, Jared Balcom, joining us from Pasco, Washington. I tell you what, Cam, uh, what does it feel like here today as we receive this very good news this week uh, as we wrap up the month of April? It, it really is great to be able to get to this place. Uh, I, I, I confess that there were some times there, the, the, the Mexican Supreme Court, they did a couple of head fakes there. There was a lot of political pressure that was, that was coming at them in Mexico. Um, but ultimately this Wednesday, um, they, in a unanimous ruling, um, we finally got to the finish line of the legal process. Uh, so it, it, uh, it feels good that we knocked this major step off and we're that much closer to hopefully, hopefully ending this long, long trade dispute. And Jared, uh, from your aspect on the production end of things within the industry, what, uh, what is your reaction and, uh, does this, uh, uh, fill, fill you with a little bit of joy knowing that we have more fresh market access for the U.S. potato industry? Uh, yes, of course it does. Um, this has been going on for uh, decades, and so um, the opportunity um, that uh, you know was presented to us back in uh, 2003 um, that uh, never came to fruition, uh, this is just a huge uh, win for our uh, fresh industry and, and huge potential. So we, as an industry, we are super excited about the opportunity that uh, we can finally see come to fruition. And Cam, we've discussed this uh, topic multiple times. We've really dived into the meat of the matter, the politics behind it, uh, the Mexican industry that really pushed against uh, the U.S. fresh access. But now the big question is, now that Mexico's Supreme Court has overturned the ban, uh, what are the steps that Mexico is going to have to take to be able to make this uh, trade fully possible? And what are some of the steps the U.S. is going to have to take in this process? Yeah, so uh, the, the fortunate part of this lane is that um, it, it, when you when you look at the remainder of actions that need to happen, um, they really shouldn't take that long. Uh, normally, when you're dealing with a new commodity coming into a new country, you've got years of work to answer questions, create a foundation of facts, figure out how you're going to deal with pests and diseases, where things are going to ship to, all of that stuff. It takes time. But remember, in this case, we just dispensed with a bunch of lawsuits. Those lawsuits overturned access that we already had to Mexico. So all Mexico needs to do, they've already answered all of those questions. They've always already put all that structure in place seven years ago. And they simply need to reinstate what they've already done. That process should not take years. That process should take a matter of weeks to months. Um, so. 
if everything goes uh, uh, um, on an efficient timeline, uh, I, I think clearly this can be put to bed in a, in a very short matter of months. You ask what from the U.S. side needs to happen. The U.S. has provided the data that's necessary to Mexico years ago. Um, I think it's just going to require the continued engagement. And by the way, I can't say enough about the work that USDA and USTR have done, not only this administration, which was significant, but prior administrations, USDA, USTR, their position never wavered with, uh, with Mexico. That type of pressure is what got us the result this week and hopefully will get us the final result in the future. Um, I, I, I think they're gonna be there shoulder to shoulder with us as we go through what should be a very brief uh, regulatory process to allow this market access to happen. Now, Jared, as we look at this market access opportunity, what are some of the figures? Can you speak on that uh, uh, topic? How much more opportunity now the U.S. potato industry will have with full fresh access to Mexico? Uh, currently, uh, the U.S. is it's uh, U.S.'s second largest export market. Um, we're currently doing roughly uh, 106,000 uh, metric tons, 60 million uh dollar-wise uh, into the first 26 kilometers. Uh, we feel pretty confident that uh, over the next five years that that market potential could grow uh, pretty easily to a $200 million uh, per year uh, market. So, and, and it's not, you know, it, we, we say fresh, but it covers everything. It covers, you know, reds, yellows, russets, uh, chip stock. So there's just huge potential down there for uh, fresh market access, uh, and so we're super excited about that ability here in the, in the United States. And Cam, again, there's been so much work, as you've mentioned, multiple administrations, multiple elected officials, appointed officials being a part of this. What would you like to say uh, maybe to some of those elected officials uh, that come from potato country that have really put their heart and soul, not only into this matter, but to so many of these important trade opportunities for the U.S. industry? It was absolutely essential that we have that type of unified and bipartisan support. There was there was not a lot of daylight between between Republicans and Democrats on this, between uh, multiple administrations. This thing goes, as Jared said, this goes all the way back to the George W. Bush administration. Um, and they all had a singular message for Mexico, which was you've got to adhere to your trade commitments and you're violating them in this case. Um, if if you go all the way back, Lane, this was a, uh, this was a deal where the Mexican uh, avocado industry wanted to expand their exports into the U.S. And the U.S. wanted to send potatoes south into Mexico. The U.S. honored its side of that agreement. And now the, the Mexican avocado industry has a $2 billion a year market uh, in our country. Clearly, Jared just told you, we don't have anything close to that in terms of potatoes uh, going to Mexico. Um, and it was that type of disparity that kept you know, senators uh, from Washington State to Idaho to Maine to North Dakota, Colorado, uh, both senators and uh, House members uh, shoulder to shoulder with us, um, pushing the Mexicans ultimately to adhere both to NAFTA and now to the new USMCA. And, you know, having that, you know, ultimately the issues that we work on here in Washington, um, 
they, people want to make them complicated, but you know, the path to victory is not. It, it means getting your message down, having something that's achievable, and then making sure that everyone, Capitol Hill, the, the various departments, and every single one of those farmers around the country knows exactly what we're asking for and just pushes it over and over and over again. That relentless pressure is what, what got us to where we are today. And it's great that we were able to see that from so, so many uh, members, of, members of Congress. And Jared, uh, jumping back to you as we look at uh, the past year and uh, how COVID impacted the industry, having a little bit of good news here in the spring of 2021 because of this hard work. What, what are some of those other opportunities on the trade front that the National Potato Council will continue to be working on, and, and especially here in the short term? Uh, you know, so... 2020 was a uh, difficult year, and that's, to put it mildly, uh, the fact that we're rolling into 2021 and, and we've been fighting uh, this issue for so long and, and we finally got a, a win and we're able to move forward, we're, we've been getting our tail kicked here for the last year. And so we want to, we're taking a moment here to celebrate this because this was a, a huge win for us and it kind of changes our excitement or dynamic moving forward. Um, we continue to have um, some trade issues moving forward. Uh, this was our biggest uh, one that was in front of us and so we're super uh, excited about this. But moving forward, we still have you know, challenges on the uh, Asia Pacific with us not being a part of TPP. So with us not being a part of TPP, you know, it's put us a little bit behind with some of our Asian trading partners. Um, we were fortunate enough that we uh, were able to do a bilateral with uh, Japan, so we are back on board with that. But we still have some challenges in Vietnam. We still have some challenges um, uh, down in India and stuff like that. And so we're going to continue to move forward with that um, and uh, continue to hopefully uh, piggyback off this win that we have with Mexico and continue to make strides uh, with our Asian partners. And on the on the planting and things, uh, what what are you hearing out in your neck of the woods? How uh, how the spring planting is going for uh, uh, your fellow participants in the business? Uh, you know, we're uh, everybody seems to be uh, uh, moving along on schedule. So uh, we do have some. Uh, I haven't heard of any challenges. Everybody's uh, going forward. Uh, everybody's going forward a little bit uh, hesitant. You know, twenty twenty was a. Uh, huge unknown for us and so and kind of threw us for a loop but uh people are kind of getting excited again and and uh our spring uh weather is is uh giving us a fighting chance so everybody's kind of on schedule and moving forward and and uh looking forward to a great 2021 well, again, this uh, great news will definitely have producers in the entire industry excited about uh, the, the future for the business, especially, as you mentioned, uh, uh, the year that 2020 was. Uh, Cam, any last comments uh, on this very big win for the U.S. potato industry before I let you get back to both of your busy days? I just wanted to, to say again, you know, we're, we're, this was a huge step. We're not at the end of this process. We got to see it through. Um, you know, ultimately, the goal, as Jared said, is to see a variety of U.S. potatoes being sold in, in Mexico, not just temporarily. We want durable, increasing access to that very valuable consumer market. Um, but we don't want to lose sight of the fact that this was a huge step that we got past this week. 
um, it was essential for us uh, to, to see that end goal realized. And it would not have been possible without um, folks like Jared, our, our leadership um, uh, being solidly um, uh, uh, on board with all of, the, all of the work that our legal team was doing down in Mexico, also all of our state organizations, as well as Potatoes USA, um, John Tosburn, who heads up uh, all of the international activities at, at Potatoes USA, the, the insights that he had on the Mexican market um, and all of the work that, uh, that he did over this process, um, along with Blair, just really, really important that we were all lined up together. That translated into a unified message from Capitol Hill. Our responsibility is the Capitol Hill piece. We worked that pretty hard. Um, USDA, you saw the, the statement from Secretary Vilsack that came out um, uh, just a couple hours after this ruling. And I think his, his impression is that if we can get this issue behind us, you can start getting the relationship with Mexico back on a more solid footing. So I think our industry, we're excited to be sort of the tip of that spear. And we really wanna, wanna see this properly concluded. Um, USDA, USTR, they're gonna be with us the whole way as we get this to the finish line. And again, this uh, big decision not only impacts the potato industry, but could have set precedents for other agricultural commodities that were traded with Mexico. Again, gentlemen, I, I can't wait till we can actually maybe celebrate this all in person. It might be a few weeks and months before we're all in, in one location, but uh, looking forward to that and uh, very big news. Again, visit the National Potato Council online for all of these important issues. And of course, you can learn more about the history of the trade relationship between the U.S. and Mexico on previous Eye on Potatoes podcast. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us here today discussing this big win for the U.S. potato industry. Adios. See you later, Lane. Thank you. Again, thank you both so much for joining us here on the Eye on Potatoes podcast. I'm your host, Lane Nortlund. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in to the National Potato Council's Eye on Potatoes podcast with host Lane Nortlund. For more information, visit nationalpotatocouncil.org and make sure to subscribe to the podcast today.